0: Hello, and welcome back to the Women of Web3 podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Ingram. I'm also the founder of Women of Web3. We're a community that's connecting women in the next iteration of the internet through job opportunities, learning resources, and connections. You can find out more on our website, womenofweb3.co, or on Twitter, at womenofweb3.co. Today, I'm delighted to be welcoming Maliha Abidi to the podcast. Maliha is a Pakistani-American artist, author, and activist. The reason you might have heard of her is she's the creator of the NFT collection Women Rise. She's been painting for nearly 10 years and has written two books already. Pakistan for Women came out in 2019 with stories of amazing Pakistani women, and her second book, Rise, Extraordinary Women of Colour Who Changed the World, came out last year. When she's not busy painting or writing books, she's done some incredible work with charities like the Malala Fund and has now pivoted to Web3 and created Women Rise, a collection of 10,000 women on the blockchain where they're also using funds to create the very first school in the metaverse to bring education to young girls and underprivileged communities. So I'd love to welcome Malija. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Lauren, for having me on your podcast. Really excited for our conversation.
0: Oh, yay. Uh, You're like the NFT founder that I've kind of followed for the longest. So this feels like kind of monumental for me. And I know we've also met once in person, and that's kind of what kicked off my journey for Women of Web3. So really appreciated our time meeting up. So just to start off with, I tend to start with a jargon buster as every day is a school day in Web3. How would you describe an NFT for absolute beginners?
1: Yeah, I mean, NFT is this new thing that, you know, it's think about NFTs as data that is stored on this technology called blockchain. And that data can be literally anything from music to an art piece, to a video, to architectural designs, to audio files. Well, that's kind of like music, (laughs) but that's sort of, you know, how I would describe NFTs. But I think there's like in terms of there's so there's a technical definition of, and then there's like, which is kind of like the underlying technology. And then there's the culture and then the use and the applications around it. So how another way how I would describe NFT is like how, let's say if we were here sitting talking about the Internet, and if I were to ask you describe the Internet, that wouldn't be that exciting to talk about, like the definition of Internet, whereas the applications of Internet and what the potential of it, that's the exciting part. So I think I'd like people to like, yes, start with the definition and underlining, trying to understand the underlining technology. But the real kind of, um, you know, how you will get to learn about the NFT or NFT space in general is by being a part of various communities and just doing some of the research. And you don't have to invest a penny
0: to do that. I feel exactly the same. I I think you're right about if you were trying to describe the internet, lots of people would struggle to describe the internet because it's this like ephemeral thing that lives in everybody's pockets. And so I think you're right that it would be hard to make it sound exciting. It, you'd end up using like terms from the 90s, like the sort of information superhighway. Like. But thinking of your career, so you're still in your mid-20s and you've had this really long, illustrious career already. Um, will you take me back to the beginning? How did you start out?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess like my journey into the arts started when I was very young because I mean as children we all create art and I was just encouraged in a way that you know just kept me going because my father just you know like whenever I brought an art piece to him he used to critique it he didn't used to like treat it as oh this child bringing a piece of and yet another art piece that they created as that's what children do sometimes he literally used to like critique it and he used to be like well This is out of line. Uh, The color is out of lines. Maybe have you tried like this kind of shading? You need to practice a bit more here. Like, you know, having a proper conversation with me and critiquing my work and like sharing how he thinks I can improve on the skill side of things or like sometimes pretending as if like if I painted a painting and hung it on the wall um, in our house he would just kind of pretend that he's in a museum and he's just kind of really staring at the painting for a while before he like shared his comments and stuff. So that's kind of like how my father used to encourage me. And I remember this one time he said something like, like, oh, I know you can do better or something along those lines, right? Um, Just to encourage me because he, of course, believed in my potential to create art and me being a child at the time i just got uh, a bit upset and defensive and i was like well maybe if i had better art supplies and more art supplies i'd be able to create better art and he replied that you should be able to create art even if you have a piece of coal and that's it because that's what an artist is you know like you you shouldn't like if your art skills do not depend on The quality of the supplies but the quality and the experience of your skills so these are the kind of like really you know like mature conversations I remember having with him always trying to motivate me and positively and not from a and and please understand this is not from like him trying to make me an artist like from a career perspective of like um or or you know like like a professional artist it was like this is coming from a man who truly loves art and sees the same in his daughter and is just trying to teach her about something that they both truly me, and mutually love, you know? So that's kind of like in my early days, but I kind of embarked on my individual art journey and it became really meaningful to me when moved to the United States at 14. Um, that move was really difficult for me because I just, like it was a lot of feeling of isolation and culture shock and not being so fluent in English and just all of of these different things, you know, and art became a escape for me and it became really meaningful. And I think a couple of years later, I started to talk about various issues that were close to my heart or, you know, as teenagers, like how we're like how we're progressing and learning about different things during those times. Um, I started to recognize things in art society that that just didn't sit right with me mm. treatment of you know Muslim people or treatment of like um, black indigenous and people of color um in various societies and communities and especially in the United States because I was so used to hearing about United States in this glorified way and in the United States just the media portraying Muslims and people of color in general like in a certain light so that's when I remember like my art taking a different turn and just being really kind of from like between the years, like 14 to 16, 17, I want to say. And that's when I started creating art for social justice and it's really started putting it out there. So it's been 10 years now.
0: That's incredible uh, that you've been doing this for 10 years already. Uh, so could you tell me a little bit about what Women Rise is? I mean, I know what it is because I've I've bought a Women Rise NFT. But for anybody out there that doesn't know what it is and also what you're hoping to achieve long term with it and the goals of the project.
1: Yeah, well, it's so amazing to hear that you're a part of the Women Rise community and we we value every community member, existing one and upcoming one. So Women Rise started off as an NFT project where we had created 10,000 um, NFTs and our initial kind of like where it started was to celebrate and represent women artists scientists activists coders and you know just celebrate their stories and celebrate them through art and through the platform in web3 and celebrate them on the blockchain you know so and and slowly it's it's evolving into and of course like in every art that I art piece that I create and every campaign that I'm trying to do girls education and Women's rights is something that's very close to my heart. So, uh, by celebrating a story, that's also, you know, a way of amplifying different different causes. Again, that's close, close to my heart. So then we started incorporating different things that are surrounding, you know, women's rights and girls' education, and, and started having conversations through our Twitter and Discord and within our community. And you know, we partnered with organizations that I have worked with in the past to tell even more stories, but through by writing them on Twitter spaces, on Instagram lives, and, you know, all of these different things that we wanted to really incorporate. And so Women Rise is now a growing venture, where we're using our tech activism to celebrate women's stories but also use the power of web 3 to advance women's rights and girls education mainly so at the moment there are more than 250 million children who are currently out of school 129 million of them are girls so we wanted to make sure that you know we're using our platform like i have been campaigning for it for 10 years and working with different organizations and so yeah that's that's like women rises an ever-evolving kind of a I want to say a movement. And we started off as an NFT project. And who knows where we will go. But we have a lot of ambitions and a lot of aims to make sure that we're using the tech and the community and Web3 as a catalyst to, you know, to keep the conversations going around women's rights and girls' education.
0: Exactly. Because it's it's not just the NFTs that hold value. It's the community you've created. And you're right, it is basically a movement around women's rights. And I've been really impressed by what you're doing. So I personally can see it makes a huge amount of sense that you would look to sell your artwork as NFTs. What was your light bulb moment or you know, when did you move into Web3 or NFTs? If you had real life physical art to begin with, what made you make the switch to NFTs?
1: Yeah, I've been a you know I've been a traditional artist for for a very long time, and with the digital art, I only started creating digital art at the end of 2020. I received this payment from a commission that I completed, and I reinvested that money into buying a tablet to start drawing digitally. And I now very much do traditional art and um, digital art. And it was my husband who had knowledge about crypto. Um, I, of course, knew about crypto and Bitcoin as well. You hear it about, uh, about it in the news. Mm. But he started like sharing about NFTs with me because he had seen, seen it on YouTube or in the news as well. And he's like a huge supporter of my art. He always wants the best for me. So he was like, oh, like, let's check it out to see if there is like any opportunity for you to explore as an artist. And so when we started learning about it, it was way more than just art. It was way more than just like selling your art as an NFT. We instantly saw the potential of Web3. And of course, we're, you know, we're still very much learning about it like everybody is because this is an ever growing space. And, you know, there are new things and happening all the time. So there's loads to learn. But we started educating ourselves about the space together. And yeah, so I guess my husband was my light bulb moment mm-hmm. uh, that kind of, uh, you know, he encouraged me to enter Web3. And now we're working together on Women Rise uh, alongside a very talented and uh, passionate team. And of course, uh, an incredibly kind and enthusiastic community.
0: Yeah. I think it's pretty common, actually, what you're saying about your husband getting you interested in this. I feel like I've heard that lots of times from women, that it's either been their husband, brother, or dad, usually one of those three. They've been sort of separately, say, getting obsessed with crypto and learning about this. And then they've brought in their sister, wife, et cetera, being like, you need to know about this. Like, Why don't you get involved as well? So I'm really fascinated by the use case of NFTs for driving social change and for helping women so, in particular, the women that really need it, because um, I've I've seen you doing that with Women Rise. So, can you tell me about the sort of the charitable aspect of what you're doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, with Women Rise, you know, I feel like Women Rise is divided into a few parts. One is the social justice side of things. One is the um, uh, business and partnership side of things, where we are having relationships and building relationships with global brands and companies and web3 as well Mm. and then of course there's the storytelling side of things which brings the two together um so on the social justice side of things we've been able to work with several organizations name a few malala fund the girl effect sola afghanistan school and the Pi project and these nonprofits, i've been working with them for a while um like i have in some ways one way or the other like i have been involved with them for uh, way before I was in the NFT space. So, which is why I really wanted to make sure that they're part of Women Rights from the beginning. And we were able to contribute to them money-wise, but also like, you know, share the Women Rights stage with them. And invite them to tell their stories and um, share with our community how they can get involved because we don't think one-time donation is like a good way to kind of drive social uh, social change um, or have any kind of long-term impact. And I think it's very important to give people a kind of direction as well that hey like even if we didn't exist this is how you can get involved with these incredible organizations and also at the same time amplifying these amazing organizations that have been working for so long to positively impact their communities and women and girls around the world so that's a little bit about what uh, um, Women rights has done in the past we have loads of plans of continuing to work with organizations that we trust and we resonate with and and yeah so it's just like just looking back it seems like (laughs) it's been so long but we actually just started like this this project was launched on the 26th of November at the beginning of 16 days of activism and we want to do everything very very intentionally and very you know like build with a lot of intention and a lot of passion as well from whether you look at the date when we launched to you know any kind of partnerships we're doing so it's all of the things like that we're doing at Women Rise connect to either art, activism, storytelling or all of the above. So yeah.
0: Yeah it's been a probably a pretty wild ride. I can't believe it only started in November because I feel like you're kind of like an OG in the space but you know that was November 2021. Isn't that long ago in, like, <laughs> in the real world?
1: <laughs> it's wow. so funny how it's like six months, five, six months ago, is like an OG. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. That's how fresh this space is, but that's how fast it's moved. So,
0: you know, uh, yeah. Exactly. Because there's always the feeling of FOMO. And I, I know from from being on your Discord server, I know your audience is always, always demanding to know when's the next announcement, when's that going to drop, what's coming in the roadmap. Also bearing in mind, this won't come out for another like month or so, maybe about Five or six weeks from now, what kind of thing can you tell me about your future plans? Is there anything that you can reveal?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we are doing a lot of different things and we're quite excited about it. The one thing is that we will be, we will be dropping this uh, one-of-one collection of five NFTs to support small businesses and um, organizations focused on girls' education. And so all 100% of the proceeds from this one-of-one collection will be going to these um, organizations and businesses that support Black communities around the world. So when I say small businesses, let's say one NFT will be chosen from the collection and then all of the hundred percent of the proceeds will be going towards supporting run by or benefiting black communities and the same with organizations and girls education and um and of course like in the past the organizations that we have supported and the initiatives um that women rise is working on and have worked on they included um black indigenous and all communities of color but this is something that we wanted to specifically create like a machina- uh, like a ongoing mechanism in within women rise's project so where the 100% of the primaries and secondaries are going towards these five organizations and of course we're looking forward to like VCon and like nft nyc because at these conferences we get to uh, meet our communities like community members like face to face so that's always fun
0: yeah, that's really cool hearing about your future plans. And I was thinking, and so I wanted to ask you for our audience, which is beginners and it's sort of aimed at women that are curious about the Web3 space. So do you have any top tips of like where people should look or if they're thinking about dipping their toes in, where should they start?
1: I think they should really start with, you know, like maybe podcasts like these and, you know, maybe like just reading a Twitter thread or two or Following some projects, uh, joining their discords because all of these things are free. You just need to invest a little bit of your time, and I know time in itself is like a very scarce resource. Um, but you don't. I think one one barrier, one mental barrier that, and also like a real, like you know, barrier that a lot of a lot of people face is. Financial barrier, you know. So, I want to encourage people that in order for you to be a part of this space and to explore opportunities and to learn about it, you don't have to spend any kind of money. You can just kind of, you know, invest a little bit of time before you go to bed or when you wake up or, you know, uh, when you're in the bathroom, just like using your phone for a few minutes just to kind of be on the crypto Twitter, NFT Twitter. Uh, watch a youtube video or to listen to podcasts listen to twitter spaces just to get an idea of like what community feels right for you and you know why do you want to be like do you even want to be a part of this space i definitely think there's a space for everyone here it's just about finding what
0: fits for you yeah i, com- I completely agree and especially about that free point is that's really important to me with women of web3 that it's that all of their learning resources are free to access or kind of not not taxing on the individual. But that's really helpful. And I totally agree. It's about each person's learning style as to where they might look first, but it can be a little bit overwhelming when you first start looking. So looking ahead over the next sort of few weeks and months, is there anything big that you're looking forward to, whether it's like events, conferences, moments in in this world or something more activism focused? Yeah, I mean, I wish
1: I could share more about the initiatives that we're working on and the opportunities that that are already in the pipeline. I wish I could share more. But honestly, it's just like a lot of innovation and a lot of like, you know, out of the box thinking, we're really trying to make sure that we are doing the most for our community and building with, you know, with the resources we have in Web3. So making sure that, you know, just just trying to Always, just kind of do what is best for our community, and yeah. So I, I honestly wish I could tell you more, but yeah, like I said, like we are looking forward to in-person events like uh, conferences at NFT NYC and VCon. I think VCon is going to be incredible. I think at VCon uh, during my panel, I will be announcing one big announcement on the stage. So that's something that I'm really
0: looking forward to. Awesome. Things are still under wraps for the meantime, which I, which I understand, and I always I always watch closely when I get am discord at everyone notification from women rise so lastly will you just tell me where can people find you online people can find
1: us on twitter at women rise nft you can also find us on instagram and tiktok with the same username and of course for more information you can go to our website but honestly like you can find us on every platform Um, it depends on
0: what platform feels right for you amazing thank you so much maliha for your time i really enjoyed our chat today
1: Thank you so much, Lauren, and I wish you all the best and really excited for Women of Web 3 community to grow and these resources to grow as well that you're working on. So well done on starting this amazing initiative.
0: Oh, thank you so much. This has been the Women of Web 3 podcast brought to you by Women of Web 3. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so more people can find the show. You can keep up to date with amazing jobs, opportunities, learning resources and connect with other women by following at Women of Web 3 Co on Twitter, Instagram or LinkedIn. That's at Women of Web 3 Co. So feel free to tweet us with any questions about the show and thank you for listening.